When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium-flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. What's that? Your wife and kids died in a horrible car wreck? No problem. Just clone them. We saw replicas, so you know what that means. Now it's time for Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear, and today on the podcast, we are talking about the 2018 Keanu Reeves classic, Replicas, about a scientist who is obsessed with with artificial intelligence, so much so that when his family is killed in a horrific car accident, he decides to clone them in just 17 days and act like nothing ever happened. Uh, (laughs) There is so much to talk about, and I cannot wait to get into it with my co-host. Please welcome Jason Manzoukas and Miss June Diane Raphael. How are you both? Wow. This was this was a ride. This was a ride. (laughs) It really was. It really, really was. This one. This was like it was this was a horror film. It was, it was, this was, but it was like a slow moving horror film. Like the, I I oftentimes felt like the music was trying to tell us to be more scared, to be more nervous, to be more upset, to be more like, like, oh, something bad is about to happen. But nothing really, it was very like, like the, the, the cloned family doesn't return to consciousness until an hour into the movie, which made no sense to me. You know, just to just to jump straight in, in my mind, you like if if you've got a Keanu Reeves vehicle on your hands and your vehicle is also one in which Keanu is driven by grief at the grief of the loss of his family to by, to, by to, a, a terrible vehicle 
crash. By a vehicular crash, by something awful. Um, you know, we have precedent. You know, John Wick, you know, they, his wife dies, the grieving process, they kill his dog, and he goes on a murderous rampage. You know, like, and it immediately jumps in. Here, his entire family dies at his hand. He's driving well, the car. no, no, no. I would say the tree is to blame. You would say the tree is to blame? Yes, because... In my mind, in my mind, when she says... Polo, we should stop. Yeah. I can't see anything. He should, we should, we should stop. Well. He should never have been driving. Now, Paul, we did do a trip this yes. summer where we were driving and I actually was reflecting this on winter, that watching as a matter this of fact, movie. Is, we've lost all oh, track yeah, of sorry, time. Oh yeah, sorry, it was winter. Sorry, yeah, time has <laughs> collapsed this past we, year and a half. We are in the but, summer right now. <laughs> right, right, right. So we did drive in a level of rain that's felt similar to the rain that they were driving in. And there's, there's an interesting line of setup where he says, he says at one point about the weather, the weather will change in five minutes here. Well, he's, Doesn't he? And then the next morning yeah. after the crash, when the police arrive, it's still raining. So I am also very nervous about driving in rain. We did do that drive, Paul, I, this past I will winter say, in rain for like three hours. And I was, when I tell you I was a wreck, I mean, it took me a full day to come down from how anxiety June and driving was. in the dark and in rain has a lot of anxiety. I will say that this movie definitely yeah. brought that to the forefront. And where this movie really touched, you know, touched my heart was seeing Keanu behind the wheel of a minivan. I mean, more men oh behind the wheel of minivans oh, let's get Here this culture go. going people <laughs> come on uh i thought that keanu did a great job where i think he made his fatal mistake and this is the the character's mistake a great job driving or just a great job <laughs> oh no no uh, let's i'm just talking about a great job covering up the deaths of his family there's so much i want to talk about here you guys are saying and that breaking the- breaking laws both 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 uh, uh, moral, ethical, and the laws of of man, of society, society. I understand he's in Puerto Rico, so maybe there are different laws. But like we gotta like the, he's committed like crimes. Have I, I wrote here. down. I go. Are we to like our lead character in this movie? Because he does increasingly despicable things. But here's where I'll say that this man uh, has something that that you really endear yourself. There's a there's a you know, a book in Hollywood called like Save the Cat. It's a movie writing uh, technique book where you have to show uh, your character doing something kind so you're on board for whatever adventure they are in store for. So like if they save a cat in the first five minutes uh, of, a, of a movie, then you are endeared to them because they're actually a nice person. And I think that Keanu did that in the moment where his wife is impaled by that tree. And instead of keeping his eyes on the road, he looks over at her to be like, hey, are you okay? Like, and that was his, and, and that's his fatal mistake, which was love. Mm. Like if he would have just been like, you know what? Mm. I heard a tree come through the front window. I'm not going to check out my wife. I'm going to keep on driving. I'm going to pull over and then I'll safely, safely. inspect her. If, then, first of know, all, the minute she gets impaled on the tree, there's no way they can keep driving. Like the car would come to an immediate stop. If a tree <laughs> stuck through that way, in, enough to impale Alice Eve, like like they would the the car would stop. But that yet that tree how come they branch never find came the in. Car? Well, I have I have so how many. How come the questions. police never find the car? It was in a ravine, like ass up. It wasn't even sinking. There is like like ass there up. is there is no way. I mean, there are so many problems. Logic. I mean, I understand. Listen, I I I, I can't imagine. 
the the grief of losing in one accident your entire family, right? Right. I, I cannot imagine. And so to enter into these 17 days where he's he enlists uh uh his he, so we haven't even gotten into so so Keanu Reeves is playing a scientist in, in, at a facility in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. where he's trying to transfer consciousness in from um de- recently deceased people soldiers in this case into a robotic body trying to take their consciousness and put transfer it into the into a, a AI kind of uh an artificial intelligence but controlling a robot a robotic body and right? this and this robot is uh, a real, I mean, this robot is a classic, <laughs> uh, a classic one. I mean, this is a, like, this is a Now weird... you're saying robot. You are saying robot, <laughs> and I'm wondering. No, uh, no, I was just joking. No, this robot is, uh, <laughs> this is like a grade one robot. Uh, no, it's, if you haven't. It really is. I was, I mean, gosh, there's going to be so many questions here. So many. We have, there, I have like 5 million questions Do about Do you the guys robot. think in, in the 17 days that he is cloning his entire family and having to maintain all their presences on their devices. Does he st- flirt text with Juan, well, his daughter's boyfriend? He felt. <laughs> I, I felt like he was going that way. Like, like how like, much is he keeping this up? I mean, he kind of shuts down Juan, but then I feel like he has to learn how to play like El Diablo because he's like streaming yes. games. And I also, I mean, I honestly, I think that's why he killed Zoe because he was like, she has no social media presence. <laughs> But, like she's the least tethered okay, to the okay, world. Okay, so now I want you brought this up, so I'm I'm so I want to talk about this. So he, he has three children and his wife perish in the car accident. He enlists Thomas Middleditch, oh, who is going to have a math problem. Yes, soon he, he enlists Thomas Middleditch, who's is one of the guys he works with at this facility that is creating this ability to transfer consciousness. And and Thomas is like the cloning expert. They they're not even the facility they're at isn't even doing cloning. They're no. doing. That's they're not even. That's they're not I, even interested yeah. in cloning. What they're doing is this consciousness is like into robots. Yeah, Thomas's side, side hustle. Hu- side like, Thomas's side hustle is I can clone things. But so badly. he's like, "Hey, can you clone my family?" He brings Thomas to the to the site to the lakeside okay. site of the mur- Stop, of the death. Go, pause. June, go. Okay, pause here. Stop here. So, this was my first question. So Thomas arrives. Middle Ditch arrives. And I guess he just said on the phone, like, you got to come to this location. Meet me at mile marker 134. I, I dropped a Google now, pin. Come here. Yeah, come here. So he does. What a great friend. He just arrives. It's still raining out. He sees him in, in the side of the road flagging down the car. Now, he then has to walk him. Now, what he doesn't do is say, hey, friend, you're about to yeah. see something. You're about to see one of the worst things you've seen in your life. Yeah. You're about to see something Three very grisly. Three children are dead, and I've piled their bodies up in like a square. And, and there are four bodies total because my wife is also dead. You know these people. Yeah. Get ready to see their dead bodies. You were just at my house. You were just at my house playing with them. Yes. And that, yes. yes. They, like, they're, he's like an uncle to them, basically. Mere moments yep. ago. Yes. And then Th- yep. Thomas says, hey, man, what's going on? And, and Keanu says, I told you, no questions. What? 
Like, that's well, not how this should no. begin. I, first of all, all I wanted to see no. was Thomas seeing that scene of the bodies in the rain and just immediately start vomiting. Like, yeah. it would have been such a... Oh, but, but, like it, well, it is. It was horrific. It was. It was really just so by, terrible. By the way, I will say this. Yeah. For a horrific car accident, there they all survived. Like their bot. Like nothing seemed we're wrong. Have some other questions there because this is where we're gonna. This is where things start to fall apart a little bit for me. So. Again, doesn't give his friends a, he- a heads up. Just takes him over to bear witness to this. Like devastating tableau Mm. um, that would literally take someone out for years to have to like have their eyes fall upon that. Yeah. So, so then the question becomes, can you clone them and uh, can we get them into the pods? Then we'll get into this in a second, but Keanu has to make the terrible decision of which family members to choose because there's only three pods now, but before that, here's my question. Their bodies, we know that Mona, played by Alice Eve, has been impaled by a tree trunk. Yes. Her body, though, once we see it, has no signs of the death. Oh, I can explain that. Yeah, I can can explain that. So these are clones of those people. These are not, they have not brought those bodies back to life. Yeah, they were growing. Those bodies have been. Like their bodies are they those those people die. But how did so the pods so when they clone them though? With their DNA, cloning them off their actual bodies. No, Eugene, their DNA, their DNA. They wouldn't be like recreating the accident of it. Now I will say that the science is sound. That's why they grow from like. That's why they grow from small, like they grow, they literally age rapidly from like yes, fetus, I got like that. fetuses into grown adults or I children mean, in the sense of, I, I believe you know, the, the line is uh, when Middleditch shows up to his house with a tractor trailer with the three pods and a bunch of stuff, which I have no idea how he did this incognito oh, yeah. or got all the stuff on the truck. And he goes, he goes, oh, what are all those boxes? And he goes, you know fructose uh, sucrose amino acids you know human bodybuilding stuff like he like the building those... blocks of human life or whatever he says yeah, yeah like that, like like I they mean, come in a jar on amazon prime but like, it, it makes uh, it seem so simple it makes what they do seem like yeah. oh we're just gonna like do this do it in and, the garage. That they, and you could do it in the basement of your house in puerto rico with <laughs> the thing yes. that the thing Which that we, we all know they don't have basements in puerto rico the thing it's, that it's we not, can't seem there. to do in this billion dollar medical lab you're gonna crack it in your basement with your like your dead family as the guinea pigs. It but. was crazy. Now, here's my question. When he has so he's got so there are three dead children and his dead wife. So four oh. dead people. Neither Keanu nor Thomas have emotional reactions really much at all other than like, oh, my God. Oh, no. They immediately shift into like the scientific mode of like, can we like there was no like, 
I never felt like anybody like truly processed the the loss of what was happening. It, it immediately switched into you got to take care of the bodies, bring all that stuff here. Da, 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 we need yeah. seventeen days. Da, we have three tanks, and 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 now he's choosing which of his kids, which of his family members to not revive or to not uh, to bring back. So they pick names out of a oh, hat, like charade style. Just because I think I can do it doesn't necessarily mean I can. Okay, there is a reason human cloning is banned and just because it's hard to do is only half the issue here just let me know what we need look william i know you've been through hell but you need to understand something here okay the first few animals i cloned came out blind their skulls were deformed their internal organs they weren't internal anymore man that's what a mistake here means and if we make a mistake i need to know if you're prepared to terminate just won't make a mistake now i can't help but feel and I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I can't help but feel if I'm in that position. You made the wrong decision. If I'm, yes, wrong decision. I you agree, do not 100%. bring back your wife, and you bring back all three of children. Of course. And I actually wanted to state publicly, Paul, that if you ever find yourself wow. with two pods, this is mm-hmm. and all three of us are dead. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have an opportunity to clone us. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I, I ask a question now, before you this answer? Be my last will and testament. Go no. ahead, Jason. Is Sergeant Meatball also deceased? <laughs> I think you could put a dog in one. Uh, I think you could, put, you but could here's put my dog issue. In with another person, Can I just please, say, I want, I, please let me go. Let uh, me but, go. Okay, I appreciate that, and I, and you got it. And <laughs> I'm you. Da- I, I will do it for you. Thank um, you. here's what I want to say about this, and this is my. I would bigger, love this movie so much more if it wasn't a guy who's like a a bioengineer scientist, but it's a comedian. It's a comedian <laughs> who's like, I, I gotta, well, I gotta figure out how to clone well, my kids. I because mean, what here's he the must thing. know, and that's why I think he deleted Mona's memory. Because if I were to, if I were to come back to life as a replica, and you told me I chose you instead of one of our children, I'd be so fucking mad. Well, I yeah, would no, be so angry. I, I have a, so many things to say, and I've been holding my tongue on some of them. And I just want to—I will list them off very quickly and say: first of all, why can't we use the pod again? Why are we so insistent on being like like? And I, I know think he doesn't I know wanna, the answer to that. Okay, if it's just that he wants them all to wake up at the same time, he doesn't want to have that seventeen-day gap. I'm gonna say to bring back my child. I'm going to bridge that gap. I would keep them in that coma state for what, the way that he did for those first couple of days. And start up another pod. And do another 17 days. Let's get, yeah. ba- let's get back they in try there. And they try and speak to that at one point. They have a back and forth, which is which, which basically amounts to... It doesn't really matter because basically he, the decision that he makes is that all the, the family will wake up together and he won't have, they won't have to know their replicas, right? Right. Um, but the reality is, like, day two of their them regaining consciousness, he tells them all their replicas. <laughs> like, like, well, like the, he gives up the ghost well, this immediately. Is where I thought, this well, is she, where I thought there was going to be, this was turning into actually a very interesting horror film. Because sure. Alice Eve, who I thought played this beautifully. I, I, I thought yeah. she was just wonderful. And she has a couple moments once she's a replica where I was like, uh oh, she's yes. about to kill everyone. I thought Me that would have been an interesting move if the yeah. replicas t- if if he like goes through all of awry. this if he goes through all of this to bring them back and they turn on him and they're I was evil. like, that's interesting. Well yes. here, wait, but here's the other issue with my my problem with that performance. Not that she didn't do a great job. I feel like they didn't do enough writing on the front end to establish her as a character because whenever she did those like turns where you thought she was going to kill people, I'm like 
is this the way she normally is or is this different? I don't have a baseline because the only Mm. baseline I have is her saying essentially setting up they're all going to die. She's like, you're working too hard. You shouldn't do this. He's like, I have to do this. All right, let's go. Let's go in the van. And she's like, aye, aye, Captain Ahab. And that's basically that's as much like as we know of her before she is killed. So it's very hard to be like, is she different based on that? I guess that's true. It was really, I thought it was very interesting that so, so, so much of the movie, there are, okay, there are, because I got really far into the movie before I was like, wait a minute. This this movie basically only has four people in it, five people in it, really. Um, There are no, every exterior, there's no extras. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero extras, no city street extras, no um in the lab. Like there's the people who speak lines, and then there's maybe one other person in the background. Like right. this movie must even have when been they're in those crowded hallways or not zero. No, I should say zero yeah, people. In, like, yes, there's in, very yeah. few. There's 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 um jo- it's John Ortiz, right, who's playing the bad yes. guy. Um uh the like the the face of the kind of corporation. Biogen. Yeah, and then there are the kind of lab techs who work with Keanu to try and do this kind of robot thing. Now, what happens is he immediately leaves all that behind and it is in his house. So, like, for the first hour of the the movie, it's basically just Keanu in his basement alone doing minority report, like, style hand, like... Um, hand enhancing like virtual reality computer screen because he's wearing like some sort of headset that shit all I want is to get a job someday where I get to do this this hand stuff yeah. where you you know you dig in and he gets re- you get really ex- it's like when the it's like the scene in the movie when in Swordfish when Hugh Jackman is hacking and it looks like he's like playing he's trying to make it look like he's playing guitar I've talked to somebody who is in one of these big movies that got to do hand stuff. And he was like, awesome. it's the best <laughs> thing because you do whatever you want and they just match it later. Yeah. So like, I actually started That's to really cool. enjoy Keanu's hand acting because I actually thought it was very specific and, 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 and moving things and pulling things in, you know, like Tom Cruise, you know, I think he did some good hand acting, but I think Keanu Reeves here is going to win the, the moving things around. Also, I'll take Keanu over Tom Cruise every day. I mean, you know? I also feel every like every day of the week. I I don't want to get into this is unbelievable, but I will say it was bold to be able to pinpoint one person in your family and be like, I'm going to erase them. Like, and they say it like, oh well, it's easy. We lose memories all the time, but we don't lose like a person from memories. And I was like, so I guess in my mind, I was like. Did he yeah, like, take away everything? Yeah. Well, or did doing... he just take away her from the memory? Like, well, if you want to basically, when you watch him do it, it's literally like the what's happening on the screen is essentially he's control F in he goes into like his wife's entire memory. Yeah. Control F uh, Zoe is that the daughter's name? Yeah. yeah. Control F Zoe and then delete. <laughs> he yeah. like he just and deletes Zoe as if he found as if the mind yeah. as if the mind is a document that you can just you know sift through. But well, what but I couldn't are, figure out is we learn that it's not because Zoe well, yes. lingers. The memory but that, of Zoe but things linger, but also like let's just say for example, let's just say for example, like Zoe is in school. Other they have they must have cousins and family. Right, like they even didn't control delete. 
everybody's memory. It's like, Zoe. mustn't there be somebody who's going to walk up at well, some point and be like, how's Zoe? Where's Zoe? And people are going, what? Sure. There was For such, sure. I mean, that's why he wanted to move back to the mainland. There was such, and by the way, he would be recognized in the mainland too. There was such a moment that screamed reshoot scene. And it was the moment where Middle Ditch is at his house. He walks in and Middle Ditch is like, hey man, what the fuck are you doing? Because none of this makes sense. What do you think? Like, people aren't going to ask. Your wife isn't going to show up to work. You're the friends. The, like, he basically just calls out every single plot hole. Yeah. Um, and it is wild. What did you say? I, uh, I said that Matt had chicken box and that he went to stay with his grandparents. His grandparents are dead, Ed. How am I going to explain that? I don't know, William. Don't drag me into your giant sucking hole of lies, okay? You didn't call the school, make something up? No. What about the clinic that Mona works at? It's been five days. You didn't think that anyone would notice your entire family was missing? I've had a lot of things on my mind, Ed. Yeah. So, sorry, man. It basically sets up a montage where they try and like explain that Keanu is Keanu is not only doing cutting edge cloning in his basement of not just doing it as like a I'm a I'm a kind of Dr. Frankenstein type of person like can I do this? He's doing it so that he can bring back his family. And He's this- both doing that. He's also trying to keep his business going and pretending like nothing's going on. He's also impersonating his entire family on social media. And, <laughs> he's and got a with, lot going on. He's, it's been he's a big got, week. It's been a he's big got, frankly, week. too much going on. <laughs> I just need to go, I need to go back and just say, but at the end of the day, if they were to reintegrate, Everyone would be like, where is Zoe? <laughs> Where's your sister? And where is Zoe? Yeah, like I got your Christmas card this year. Yeah. Zoe's Zoe? not in it. Where's like, Zoe? did yes. I miss a memorial? All did I, I would miss, have done. Like, a six-year-old has has perished. He, I just also want to say he is also the prime suspect in a, in a rash of car battery thieves. Car battery <laughs> thievery. And by the way, like, there is so... I want to just that talk. That never well, comes back. Don't worry. Never. Well, it, yeah. I mean, and the, by the power way. never goes out. They set that whole thing up, and I was like, "Well, the power's got to go. That must be." The, and the, they, and they would come back mutated. We, yeah. we are missing the Frankenstein part of the story. Like that's what we're really missing here. There is like this is a modern day Frankenstein. Yes, but there's totally. no there's no Frankenstein part. It's like no, and it worked. Yeah. Well, the the, the Frankenstein's monsters, the 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 family are for the most part just all, you know, they have phantom memories or they have some things and the music tells us to be nervous or scared of them. But at the end of the movie, they're like, they're all reunited and it's everything's fine and they get to live their lives happily ever after. Well, I got a big question. I want to hear your question, Jen. I just want to say one thing. I know I just promised you that I wouldn't bring you back to life, but would you take this? Can I put this on the table? I bring back, I bring back our kids. 17 days. I, I shoot them in the eyeballs with a needle. I don't know how that technically works. But anyway, I put an, I get their memories back. They're fine. And the, and I don't erase. I don't do control F June or mama. They, I know they call you both. And, uh, and, and, <laughs> and I, and I, I say to them. <laughs> <laughs> what if you, what if you erased June from their memories, but didn't er- think to erase Mama, and so they were like, "Where's Mama?" And you were like, "Fuck!" Oh, oh, fuck! So this is what I do. They 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 wake up, and we're having breakfast with the spoiled milk, and uh, and they say to me, 
where where is mama? And oh, I say to them, setting. I look mm-hmm. at them in the eyes and I say, uh, mama's on a 17 day business trip. She'll be back in 17 days. And okay. they go, got it. And then I'm buying you some time because at any point, I, I know that we kind of addressed like why you didn't bring back Zoe, but no, I appreciate it, that. Like, give it the old college try. Like, let's try. Give, it. Yeah, like, give and, me. You know, don't pull the plug until well, you're clear. There are no other possibilities, and those pods can't be reused. As we see at the end of the movie, he well, does bring back Zoe. Okay, how? And, how though? Well, oh, because I, did he control F, and then did he did he have a backup drive? Because he didn't seem he when he made that deletion, he didn't seem like he was like. Let me just put it over like in a in a but side he had file to get just her in case. DNA. He had to go into her body. He has Zoe's hard drive, right? He has yeah. Zoe's hard drive. It's one of the only things he takes with him when they leave the house. Is Zoe's oh, right, hard drive? Right, right, right. And so what my what my guess is my guess is you know how he puts the helmet on his daughter who he did bring back because yeah. she remembers the car accident yeah. and he ext- extracts the memories of the car accident like there. Mm-hmm. My guess is he has the ability to replace memories as uh, theoretically. Either so one of two things. popping things in one and out. One of two things. Either I, at some point he gets the ability to reclone Zoe. Great. Right. So he either is introducing her to the family and she is just integrated into the family and is a new member that they don't really remember, or he's able to put that little helmet on every family member. And I and, don't think so. I think what we're taking away in that last beat, Jason, is that... You can't ever delete Zoe. You can't ever delete like the love of a child. Now, I will say what I'm worried about with Zoe is years from now, Zoe finds out like she was the one who was chosen to die. Um, That's just for a couple of days. I would love it if if, if the sequel, if the sequel is Zoe takes a villain turn when she finds out she wasn't brought back. I mean, how do you process that? But I want to go back. I want to go back to you, June, and say this. First of all, so you're saying that Keanu didn't put that helmet on everybody and restore Zoe, that you're just saying that the the echo of Zoe is there because they didn't have a full memory of her. It wasn't a full memory, but I believe that. It was never what what we were taking away as an audience was that, you know, science, schmeyance, technology, who cares? Like what the connection between, you know, you family. Barry? I'm sorry? Do you remember Barry? Who's Barry? Exactly. Okay, it worked. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Just need to check in on that really quickly. So you, wait, you put the helmet on and made June remember both seasons of Barry on HBO? <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Captain Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Captain Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious, even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Cap'n Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Cap'n Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Cap'n Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at captaincrunch.com. I love traveling. 
I love traveling with my family. And one of the best things about traveling with my family is finding a perfect house. You know, one of those places where you feel like you are at home. And I did find that, actually, when I was on my last trip. That's right, the whole family and I went to upstate New York and we had an amazing time. Now, I'm going to tell you, the entire time we were away, and it was about 10 days, we could have been hosting our place on Airbnb. You know, it's a great way to make a couple extra bucks, and it's easy to host with Airbnb. Because when you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. When you want to keep your home and family safe, look no further than Simply Safe. Simply Safe has been named in U.S. News and World Report's best home security system for five years running and ranked the best customer service in home security by Newsweek. They offer advanced home security and 24-7 monitoring with low upfront costs and monitoring plans for less than $1 a day. With 24-7 live guard protection, Simply Safe's agents can act on an alarm within five seconds of receiving the alarm signal, deterring intruders and dispatching the police because in a crisis, every moment counts. Simply Safe is advanced home security that puts you First, Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get an exclusive 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bonkers. That's simplysafe.com/bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I wrote down here though, this movie is a comedy. This movie is a comedy. It really truly is like, because it's like he's getting caught with the helmet on his daughter's head. He's running around. There's that like spilt crazy. milk. What are you doing? The funniest scene without a doubt is when he zaps his own eyeball in the t- in the stall <laughs> yeah. in the handicapped stall in the bathroom at work he does he does like experimental lab work in the bathroom stall at work while his boss is there talking to him. And he goes, and he goes, and then when he comes out, when he comes out of there, and, and, and he takes that needle through his eye, ooh, ooh, like, ooh. like as if you would take a shot. Like, that's a fucking high, uh, like, that's a high intensity needle going through it's like, a the cusp it's part a, of your incredible, eye. It's like, it's a, it's like a quarter, it's an eighth inch like stainless steel needle. Yeah. It is it is a high gauge needle. It's not like used, a needle and thread needle. It is yeah. thick. It's like a it's like a metal straw. Used on dead people and this is a man sitting on a toilet seat doing it to himself and then the next scene Thomas is like, "Hey man, are you crying blood?" Yeah. Like I mean, this is a comedy. Like, and then Thomas is ch- like, and then again, Thomas unfazed is like, "Oh no, you didn't!" And he's like, "I did. I, I, I got my. I downloaded my own kind." Con- like they all, everybody talks at this. At nobody modulates emotionally no. at all. Everybody is firmly in the middle ground of we're having a normal conversation about absolute chaos. Yeah. You know. Like I mean, true, true. At a certain point, like like Keanu Reeves, like at a certain point, this is like this is uh, Keanu Reeves is like creating like like monstrous chaos in his life, well, <laughs> rather than deal with the emotional trauma and guilt and loss and grief associated with what has just happened to him. And that's where that's where he loses me, right? Because the 
And it's not Keanu's fault, but what ends up happening for like a solid 40 minutes, I mean, really the rest of the movie is that he spends so much time kind of managing his children's social media profiles yeah. and explaining Comedy. and writing emails from Mona. Comedy. That we start My to, bae? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> that we start to feel so disconnected from the why. Like the reason why he's doing this all is to bring these people he loves and I think can't live without back to life. And it just feels, it really does feel like he's committed a terrible crime well, I, and yes. he's covering it up. Well, I mean, and this is my issue. The, the humanity scale on this movie is so weird because at points it's too much, man. It's too much emotion. And at other points it's too little emotion. Like I, like it's hard to justify. Like I want to just go back to truly the most despicable relationship in the entire movie is Keanu and Thomas. Like just think about what he made him do. Meet me at this mile marker. Here's my dead family. Don't say a fucking word. Get your shit over to my house. I don't care if you lose them. everything. You, and now he tells you him, get you, rid of the bodies. You and have now to deal you with pick, the bodies. And now you got to pick who's going to die. And it's thank crazy. God at that point, Middleditch is like, motherfucker, I'm no. But like, yeah, he crazy. is being told. And then we only find out later, which I do believe is another reshoot scene, where Middleditch is like, I couldn't get rid of the bodies. I'm glad to hear that he had a hard time getting rid of. Wait, so where he just the said, bodies okay. go? We don't know. I thought he would. Burn I think. Him. I think the, the, what we're meant to intimate from that scene is that at that point Thomas went to the bad guy and told him what was going on. That's so why the early? bad guy so early because the bad guy only comes to the house like 18 days later. But he knows everything that's happened. Uh, okay. He knows that they're clones. He knows what he says. You know, that's three, well, 345. That's 346, 347, yeah. 348. Those are subjects. Those are my property. I know everything you've been doing. Right. I think Thomas has been keeping that, has been keeping John Ortiz in the loop the whole time. The time. Okay. Um, and that's why, mm. that's partially why I think he's being, he's been allowed to continue to do, to do it in a way, you know, like. But it, but but Thomas is the one who's like cleaning up the newspapers and is talking to the teacher and has to be like, has to be like, buddy, you're not doing this right. For somebody who has truly committed a major crime, you look like and are acting like someone who has committed a major crime. Well, I mean, one of the things that I thought was a great touch of uh, set deck uh, was when he is he, he's told he can't leave the basement right and at a certain point he he makes middleditch come over there yet again and and watch the it's like it's like watching a souffle if too much uh, and it will it will explode on itself so you have to really keep it but he has this cock human life it's like a souffle <laughs> That's the shirt. Um, and so we just have a body break, a body with a belly breaking up or down. So um, so there on, he has this like little cot that he's sleeping on in the basement. And above his cot is like a mantle of family photos. And I thought that was <laughs> like such a weird thing. It's like, okay, you're sleeping under a mantle, a homemade mantle of family photos. And then on each one of the pods is like a picture of them too, as if he would forget what they, I mean, they're going to be their own versions. It was such a weird, there was so much housekeeping done in that. Well, it basement. was like that. It's like they, they have these things where it's like they're constantly telling you like there's the exposition is really clunky in this, unfortunately, because, you know, they they set the, t the tanks up and Thomas is like, OK, 17 days in 17 days. These clones will be the right ages that they need to be. They have to link up. Right. Oh, wait. But he does. Right. He does go. He goes, I need them all to be together. Yes, and then Thomas exactly. is like, eh, okay. 
Uh, let me figure that out. Let me do some math. 17 yeah. days. So he figures that out. And then 17 days comes. Thomas shows up and is like, well, today's the day. And then he's like, I need more time. And he's like, I'm going to sedate them. We're going to take them out. So so then it, the, the clock resets and he goes, okay, you have three more days. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this movie going to keep moving the deadline for when this is going to happen? And why are you continuing to stall, movie? Because he couldn't put the brains in, right? Because he couldn't figure yes. out. Because the first time we see him introduce the premise. This man is dead. Yet his neurological data is still accessible. We are going to take his biological brain, imprint it into that synthetic brain, replicate the human mind. He sets up the premise, but it seems like these are the two lab assistants he's working with. He's not doing a presentation for anyone yeah he's just basically like yeah we know we've been doing this with you multiple anybody times. in that room he gives a, a full expositional download as to what the process they're about to do is these are the five people who've been doing it 345 you know. times they're they're they, you don't well need aware. to tell them what we're doing what we're yeah. doing here he created is it with you exactly. it's like it's like going to get your oil change at pep boys and going okay guys so here's the deal yeah today any Anybody. We are going to take the oil out. We're going to put <laughs> new oil in, and hopefully this car will have a, a changed oil. At any point, any of those people who work with him would be like, hey, man, are you okay? <laughs> like, do you think we don't know what we're doing? Like, with I, this, I we- also want to get back to, for one second, what the plan was for 345, the robot. And, yeah. And because I, I really was left confused as to how Keanu seemed to clone himself into the robot. And then that version of, so that version of himself at the end of the movie is working for Biolab or Biomed. Well, no, no, no. He's off on his own thing. That robot. Oh, okay. Well, they're that yeah, robot. Yeah, that robot. That is robot that. and and John Ortiz have teamed up for. And that something. robot. That robot put on a suit. That robot is like. Oh Get my god! Me the robot suit. is wearing a suit in the final <laughs> scene. Why does the robot have eyes? Well, it's got to have eyes to see. Well, this is my. This is what I believe. This is a question I have about why do we build. Why are we so focused on human human beings as the model? Why do we build robots that are bipedal? Why well, do we build robots that walk on two legs? Wouldn't it be smarter to build robots like, and they do, but that are like bugs? But I, that think, are like, I think what you know, they were trying to do here was game the system. If I can take your consciousness out and put it in a human form, will you not reject it? Now, what we see from Sergeant Kelly in the very beginning is Sergeant Kelly's first reaction is to rip his own face off. Now, by the way, robot face off. I want to see that movie. But yeah. it was like his first reaction is like, ah, that's not my body. Let me rip my face off. Um, and that was, and what Keanu figures out, and this is to answer your question, June, Keanu figures out like, oh, you need to like have like a mind body connection. That's what he hadn't been doing. So he was able to do that with himself. And that so was had the, that, that was a leap forward beforehand that he was going in. He might've had a shot. Keanu could have done it. I don't know why okay. this next one failed. Oh, cause the body was too dead. Yeah. Um, it was too I also feel like, why didn't they just restrain him and give him a little time to acclimate to being in that, to being a robot because I think he felt like his consciousness was not in his body. Well, yeah, what they try, what they're trying to explain is what's happening is that the mind is rejected. The mind is expecting to be inside of an organic thing 
And that when it looks and finds that it's inside of an inorganic thing, it like the mind can't rationalize or justify that that reality that it is not. It's you know, it's 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 not looking at at, at an organic being. And yes, it, it completely melts down. Well, now, let me let me ask you another question here. And I want to throw this to both of you. I know both of you are not in the military and we respect everybody who serves and thank you for your service. If I was a military person who was killed and then put into a body and someone was trying to calm me down, do you think it would be better or worse if they only referred to me as my rank? They come on calling him Sergeant Kelly. In my mind, I would be like, Mark, Mark, hey, Mark. Mark, like you know, because I feel like Sergeant Kelly was too formal. Like, like let's let's bring him so in. So you here. think let's, he, sh- he should have come in and be like, "Hi, Mark." Hi, Mark. It should have been I, like the hello, room. Mark. Yeah. I just hi, like, Mark. Hi. <laughs> I do feel like I do feel like it It'd was like, too formal. Does he have any favorite movie quotes? Is there anything? <laughs> is there any personal inside jokes? We can yes. S- I mean, I've honestly like I think it was too aggressive. Like Sergeant Kelly, Sergeant yeah. Kelly. It's like hold on, like you are it not. It wasn't a great like. It wasn't a great integration. The yeah. other thing that surprised me was how rapidly that process went. Like they were mm-hmm. able to upload the soldier's consciousness to the to the little helmet, like in fifteen seconds, and then upload it into the robot in fifteen seconds. Like yeah. I would think that process would be time consuming just in order to understand the magnitude of mm. what well what what is being done they've just, done it know? 3475 times i mean so maybe maybe in the the first 1000 times oh, 300 so they've yeah so let's say the first 100 times it took maybe like yeah. 45 to an hour 25 you know and now they're they now they got it down to a side <laughs> they got that it part was, down I, the movie because it really what's really interesting about the movie and and i don't mean to say it's really interesting because it's not really interesting um is <laughs> is that the movie like posits two separate tracks one is what one of which is like um this idea of uploading our consciousness this idea of of that we can transcend our our organic forms by uploading our consciousness to the internet to the to another being to hmm. so, so I, I feel like people there's there's this real idea of like, OK, what if you could put the human brain into a inorganic thing and live forever or live longer or whatever? OK, that's interesting. But they kind of put that to the side and then spend most of the movie doing this different movie that's about human cloning that also includes putting people's like consciousnesses into another form. But that form is decidedly organic and is predicated on Thomas's ability to to clone organic material which is not it seems to me to be not at all what biotech or whatever the company is all about and also thomas seems to have not have been successful at it i there's a million different ways this movie could have gone one have them come out be evil two have them come out and be monsters three have them come out and just have no memory of anything and have him continually try but it's everything there is no or here's another one yeah here's another one the the what they're working on at the office is human cloning and absolutely the, the 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 problem they're having is they can't get the the person's consciousness into the organic thing into the body they can't make that thing work so the thing that he has to solve with his family is the thing he can't solve at work but what's difficult is the movie's telling you that's what his problem is but his problem it's is really actually not. twofold yes. his problem is both cloning successfully and putting people's consciousness into well, those clones. 
so that those people believe it's, they never die. Never like, die. his yeah. whole thing is, and I think this is the difference, is, and if you were to ask the screenwriter or Keanu to explain it to you, he would say... I don't care about what it goes into. I'm the brain map guy. Like brain mapping is my thing. If I can figure out brain mapping, check please. And I think Thomas is like, I got my own thing over here. So he basically is like, hey, look. Paul, Paul, you just got a a check delivered to you. Wow. That's nice from Universal. How much was that? Thousand five hundred dollars. Wow! Oh yeah. All right. Thank <laughs> what you. did you order? Let me sign that. Hold on. Yep. No, there you go. No, no, no. Just uh, for the listeners at home, Paul is podcasting from a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I do think. I do think that there is something. Uh, and by the way, it was it was a a great omelet, and I wanted to try because it, it was on the menu and it was a thousand five hundred. But it had it had uh, gold shave eggs gold and caviar. Flex, yeah. yeah, it was really. You're delicious. shooting an episode of um, Most Expensivest, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that Vice show where they eat like very expensive food that has gold in it and stuff. I uh, I will tell you this much. I think that that's where they are drawing the line. Like, okay, he's a brain mapper, and he just happens to get into cloning on the side. <laughs> That's so convenient. I mean, it's really, yeah, there's just a much simpler movie in here. Way simpler. Way simpler. And even, like, if they were working backwards and wanted, like, that robot at the end to be Keanu, like, I still feel like we could have ended there without having to go through, like, all these machinations that that were really quite confusing. What could have been cool is if he's, like, he basically... um uploads his consciousness into the robot and then clones all of his family and kills himself. Oh. Is that possible? I don't know if that's possible. Clones his family as as robots or or No, as 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 organic 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 things so that he takes himself. I don't know. Like now I'm just saying, is there a version of the movie that ends with he's only living inside of the robot instead of he he gets to live both as himself and his consciousness as is the robot as well? I mean, replicas too bring it on because we now have two Keanu's running around in this world. Is that the title? Is that the working title? Replicas too bring it on? (laughs) Yeah, and it's weird because they're being... but They're a cheerleader team? Well, they can do it because it's done by Universal. So that's the reason why they can bring it back. So yeah, the cover is going to be a little bit like that. The... It's a weird... It's a weird, 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 weird movie because you... It... I've never seen like a sci-fi, dark, futuristic technology thing with really zero consequences. The, the, the evil thing in this movie, the bad thing in this movie is the company he's working for, Shocker, is not in this for the right reasons. They're in it because they want to make uh, soldiers into uh, pilots to do bombing missions. Like they want to do like, they want to basically just have like manned, manned uh, warships. Well, He's also wasn't he also saying like what if you could put the hacker in the machine or something like that like he uh, I feel They're like up there to was no it good. was it was They're nefarious no like the yes the the, the the surprise surprise the corporation that you thought was like a medical technology corporation is in fact like some sort of sketchy pro military kind of bad guy you know yeah and I mean maybe that that justifies why no one was in the building because no one else was working there it was all dummy front like they basically built this building to convince Keanu Reeves I mean that poor security guard at the hospital where Mona works first of all I love that his wife's I love that Alice Eve's name is Mona in this movie wow. um, when I, I just, first I, saw that piece of paper and him write down her name I was like Mona Mona 
I was you don't like, hear Mona. that. I mean, that's the name. It's, it's that's a, a name, name for like seventy-six-year-old woman. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a name that only exists on Who's the Boss yeah. and yeah. nowhere else. Well, right. Like if you're Mona, you're usually a neighbor. Can you imagine if one of your kids was in school and there was like a a little kid named Mona? That would be like I <laughs> guess maybe Ramona. Cute, actually, now maybe it's I'm, a nickname for I'm Ramona, which it. I could understand. Can we talk um, about the the um the the celebrity style way of the pick? I know we talked about the pick before. Like he puts all their names in a salad bowl, and and his decision of who he's not going to revive is based on who he pulls out. So it could have been a wife. It could have been his kid. It could have been anybody. It couldn't um, have been his wife because he set her aside in the beginning, babe. She was, he was okay. only choosing. Yes. Pool was only those okay. three. He, oh, okay. he made the, he was like, I got to have my mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> he's like, like, it's I Mona work. or bus. Like yeah. no one coming back. He's Mona like, you know what? He calls Thomas again. He's like, you know what? Just bring one of the pods. <laughs> Just <laughs> bring one of the pods. He's like, I wanted a lot more. These kids like, it's, Mona, it's if I can kids. If I can erase the, these kids' memories from my wife's mind, we're about to have a great life. Uh, by the way, I got to say, I, I want to talk about two things and say, um, well, how should I reveal one of these things? Um, I will say this. I felt like the bad guy at a certain point was like, hey, man, go in there and fuck her. And then, you know, he did, he give did her back say to me. just that. Right. Like, he was like, go in there. Like, but it was one like so weird. Hurrah. It was one last strange. hurrah. It was like, so weird. But here's the other thing. That scene made me cry. The what? scene where he was picking the kids, because like I really felt like oh oh the scene where he, he's picking the kids, yeah, not okay, the, yeah, not yeah. to go in and fuck her. The, the yeah, scene where I was like, the kids, wow, that's pretty yeah. weird. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, um, but there was something so sad about it because he really felt like he was wrestling with what kid do I like the most, what kid do I like the least, like, yeah, and and it was a very challenging moment, and I just felt like if I was middle ditch, I would have picked for him. I think it was a real. I, I think in that moment, that's the one thing that Thomas should have done. If I'm middle ditch in that moment, I'm like, dude, your wife would want you to bring back all sure. three kids. She would she would say, don't bring me back. Like, you're going to, you, you're not that, you don't want that reckoning, you know? Yeah. Where she realizes, and, and I mean. <laughs> I hate to keep like, on going back to it. They figure sorry. it out immediately. Like, yeah. everybody, like, you know, um, uh, the daughter says, who's Zoe? The mother drops something. She, the mother's like, there's pictures missing. I remember this. I remember. Like, they remember within hours. They all remember. Of course. Well, I, I mean, I think that's not about the human. It's not. That's not about love conquers all. I think that that's more about Keanu is overworked, overstressed, and didn't do a good enough job cleaning up the house. I think uh. he needed, like, I, look, he's watching those. He's watching those pots, and he's trending. He's got to keep playing video games with his son's friends. He's got to he, keep. Well, this this is what I was asking about Juan. the body, though, because when she goes out for a run, she's never felt better, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So yeah. when she wakes up, she's like, I want to get at this day. Like, I yeah. feel alive, you know? I was frankly surprised they didn't have a sex scene in right. order to, yes. like, in order to show you, like, he did it. Like, he got back to... He, you know, like that, right. that, like, and the, their version of it is like, we're all having breakfast together. Okay. Right. Yes. We're a family again. Breakfast. But yeah. she does have a pain right in the area where she was impaled by a tree trunk. So she's remembering it. So you're saying she's her, she's, she has like a phantom memory of it. So she's yeah. just like a phantom body pain. Okay. She's like, Ooh, right. Like, it's like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah. That's what it felt like to me. She has like some sort of phantom feeling of like uh, a memory or a pain or yeah, something. And then the daughter has a fever later that day, which was interesting, too, because it was like, oh, not so. Again, yeah. he has 
For the very first time in human history, history, a human clone has been successfully created, not just one, but three, and the enti- their entire consciousnesses have been uploaded into their cloned bodies. Like, they have done, these two men in a basement in Puerto Rico have done something that, that scientists at the top level have not been able to, they haven't even been able to clone a person yet, never and- mind a person who has the, the, and there's no the reason why it worked. There's no reason why it worked. It wasn't like, okay, well, I've never no, the tried movie this is before. The well, I mean, but yeah, like, the, but there's no like, there's no like, okay, if we're gonna yeah. do this, we'll have to use this. But I've never used it. Like, I feel like that's what you yes. needed. No, it was like, oh yeah, well, I may have done it, but it, sometimes it doesn't work. I mean, it's a real crapshoot. And he's like, okay, I'll take the crapshoot odds. And, and like, I thought, oh well, he's gonna have to you, kill okay, one. Okay, you of know them. what? It okay. Here's what it should have been. Almost right. It almost should have been like. Okay, so they set it up, the, you know, the power, Thomas even says the power can't go out. If these pods aren't powered for seven minutes, it's game over, right? Yeah. And what should have happened is there was like a power outage um, and everything, and they, they everybody died. All the, all the clones died or whatever, or, mm. you know, the seven minutes, there's a tension, the time is kick clicking, you know, seven minutes, seven minutes. He, and it's just past seven minutes and there's little readouts and all the things flatline. Then like Dr. Frankenstein, a lightning bolt hits the house and it supercharges the tanks and it brings them all to life. Then I'm like, okay, there is now something that is, he didn't, he and Thomas didn't do this all themselves. Like he kind of failed, but like. You need like a supernatural, you need a moment. You need a a, a a liar liar moment like when the kid blows Something out the candle. Like, I wish my dad would lie. It just seemed like oh they didn't have the bodies. You know they didn't have the dead bodies available. Um, Wait, they what? didn't have the dead bodies. No, I'm saying like in this version of it, it seemed like oh they would have figured this out a while ago, but they didn't have access to dead oh, bodies in a space to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. right. So like they have like, so the idea being that like they could only do it on rabbits and bunnies, but humans, yes. it, look, you just put some of that gunk in there. Look, I, you know, <sighs> yeah, well, they I, didn't, I mean, like the business, bio, what's the, I, I can't remember. Biogen or bio, Biogen or whatever. They're not even interested in humans. They are only interested no, in again, robots. It's a yeah. side hustle. So the, the, the fact that this isn't even what their main thrust of anybody's expertise is, is it's bizarre. Frankly. I mean, and I will say this, the dialogue in this movie is so extraordinarily clunky to the point where I was like, I started laughing at long scenes because they're tr- like, God bless them. They're trying to explain what's going on. And it oh, just yeah. becomes like, it just feels like science, 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 science. Uh, do you believe me? Like, like they, they're just and then, barreling And then like it. when it all kind of unravels at the end, like um, they kind of are just like, to the kids, they're just like, bad guys are after us and we have to run. Okay. And then now there's, there, uh, there's something in, okay. How about when they take their cloned, when Keanu loads his cloned family into the car, drives to the hospital and shocks them all with a defibrillator in order in order to negate the tracking devices, what? That are somehow inside of their bodies? Well, because that, I guess they're like, they all have tiles inside of them. Like, you know, they like, all, <laughs> <laughs> they, they all mean, have like, they, 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 they have the equivalent of like, find my child <laughs> on your iPhone, <laughs> find my iPhone, <laughs> but in <laughs> each of them. It's so weird that they like literally, and the kids are like, uh huh, okay, yeah, sure, hook me up and fully defibrillate me. Like, like, and and she wasn't thrilled about it when the moms, when Mona. (laughs) 
just like her heart may stop. The teenage girl was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then, but Mona kind of says, you got something bad in you. Mama's got to take it out. And yeah. and I was like, all right, that's a good, I'll buy it. There's a lot of just quickly, let's jump in. I mean, even when Keanu immediately agrees with the robot Keanu, not even thinking in his own mind, like, what have I done? I've unleashed my consciousness in a super strong world. Like he makes the, him and the robot make a plan, an evil plan to be like, Hey, don't rat me out. Let me keep my family. If you, you can go into business with this robot, you'll make a lot of yeah. money. Like he creates like a fucking evil master plan yeah. in a yeah. second. Like, and the robot's like, got it. <laughs> Sooner or later, they'll find you. Not if we work together. Bill, are you negotiating? What if I told you there's another way, Jones? Give us what we want and you can live again. As a very rich man. Do we have a deal? See you soon, Bill. I'll handle it from here, William. Are you sure? You'll have to stay behind. There's no other way. You take care of the family. This movie is about a man who is so selfish... So selfish and so unwilling to live with the grief and the loss Mm. of what has happened that he like not only undoes like natural order, but causes multiple other deaths as a result figure. Uh, It's it's him. I mean, like he is essentially why Thomas is killed. He is essentially that's the true. robot. The robot kills a bunch of the bio. Yes, guys. that's true. But um, like and at Keanu's, the end of the thing, he's made an evil plan, keeping alive old rich people. Like he's he has created an evil empire. He's created like, a, I think, a villain. Yeah. yeah, like it's an origin story for like robot besuited, bespoke suited robot <laughs> Keanu and John Ortiz. Like this, these guys are villains now. I send think. him in. I think that is true. But I did, you know, again, if I had the opportunity to keep people alive that I loved who who died up at my hand, really, you know, to me, his fatal. I I honestly think the, the biggest problem with Keanu in this movie and what he can really be faulted for is loving his wife too much. Oh, wow. I really do think that I, like I agree. he was so obsessed with her that he's staring at her to figure out if if she's okay when that tree impels her. Yeah. And it's like, buddy, you got to stop a car and look at your three kids in the back seat. I and look. And June why and are I you just driving wa- anyway? June and I just watched another movie that she convinced me was going to be good, and it was not. Um, uh, the woman in the window, whatever that Netflix movie was, you thought it was going to be a real thriller, but there was a similar plot twist than that too. So many people are like taking a long reaction shot at someone else in the car. Like, I I feel like I want you to know, June, if a tree branch ever came in right through your chest, I would keep my eyes on the road 100% and and get off at the first exit or rest stop. You know what I would do? Start braking. I would hit the brakes. You know what I wouldn't do? Just keep going and and start looking around, like start braking. Like when that truck almost hits them, I'm going to start braking then. I'm going to pull off. And, and catch second. my breath. Take a second. And be and like, I don't wow, think that there was, was a close. shoulder. I don't think one of the problems yeah. is there was no shoulder. Oh, okay. And I think that, that I mean, part of this that. movie, what I loved about it was it was about the infrastructure of Puerto Rico. Yes, it's a beautiful place. Yes, it has uh, like a, a home for science, but also we could use a little bit better roads. 
And I mean, that's, you know, honestly, wow. like, yeah, I think that that's wow. something that, look, that's... So you think that's, you think so part was, of this movie is calling out the infrastructure inequalities in Puerto Rico? I mean, yeah, I do think that that's what makes wow. the movie really work. Holy and cow. that's what Interesting. I... And to me, what, I, what resonated Rico, with me... I'll say it again. <laughs> I'm um, dead ass serious. Statehood for Puerto Rico. Absolutely. Let's bring it there. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I love traveling. I love traveling with my family. And one of the best things about traveling with my family is finding a perfect house. You know, one of those places where you feel like you are at home. And I did find that, actually, when I was on my last trip. That's right, the whole family and I went to upstate New York and we had an amazing time. Now, I'm going to tell you, the entire time we were away, and it was about 10 days, we could have been hosting our place on Airbnb. You know, It's a great way to make a couple extra bucks, and it's easy to host with Airbnb. Because when you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ray-Ban Meta Smart Glasses combine iconic style and cutting-edge technology. It's built with Meta AI, so you can ask stuff like, Hey Meta, look and tell me what kind of bird that is. Or, Hey Meta, tell me about the Roman Empire. Plus, it can take photos, record video, send messages, make video calls, and even play your favorite music and podcasts. All from the glasses. So you can keep your phone in your pocket and stay in the moment. Ray-Ban Meta Smart Glasses. Available at select retailers. Well, obviously, we have opinions about the statehood for Puerto Rico. Would you be interested in hearing some other opinions about this film? Or, we, uh, you know, we can continue to talk about it. But I, I, sure. wanted to, I wanted to show you guys what other people thought, because now it is time for second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit, yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the Maybe that art is subjective. I need a second opinion. Thank you, John Lajoie. These are second opinions uh, called from Amazon. Uh, the average rating for this movie, 4.1 out of 5 stars. Wow. Uh, 53% of the reviews are five-star reviews. There are 7,000 reviews uh, on the site, and uh, this one is written by uh, C-Friend, C-Friendly Guy, and I think it's um, a Frenchman, 
or I think that's what he's going for, Sifrendi guy. And he has a picture, first time I've ever seen a picture. Uh, this was written May 8th, 2020. The title is, Died and Come Back to Life. This is a real sci-fi movie. <laughs> if you like artificial intelligence, you will love this. It's not just because of Keanu. It's what he does and how believable he and his coworkers in the lab are. You got, all in caps, you got to see what he does. It's a miracle. <laughs> if it really happened, I mean, why this movie didn't win an Oscar or something, I am surprised. Wow. Five stars. Amazing. Um, why this did? Why this movie didn't win an Oscar or something? That's incredible. Or something. Uh, this one right here is from uh, Artem, and the title is, If You Like Transcendence with Johnny Depp, You'll oh, Like This One. That's what I was one. trying to think of. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, there's also that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he did cloning, too. Um, this is the line that I like. I only took one line from it. I was on the tip of my toes during the entire movie. Very intense. Oh I don't God. think that that's a phrase, tip of my toes. Holy, I was on the tip of my toes, like standing on the tip, uh, standing on tiptoes, you know? I guess. Uh, I was on tippy toes. I think um, it is a phrase. A tippy I mean, toes? I was, I think the, I was on the, the edge of my wants, seat. The edge of my seat the is edge what of my seat, want. But uh, yeah, not like on the edge of or my toes. Or the tip toes. of my tongue walking is on, a phrase. Yeah. I was walking on eggshells. Yeah. Huh. As someone who often butchers things like that, like Biff Tannen and Back to the Future, I know that that one is not right. Uh, this one's written by uh, Mab, and uh, the, it is a five-star review, even though the title is, Okay on a Rainy Day, If Nothing Else to Watch. And then the review, that's the title, and then the review mm. is, Great Movie. Doesn't huh. have any good supporting actors or nude scenes. Five stars. <laughs> um, and then this is the one... Um, this is the one that I thought was also a little aggressive, but I, I the reviews here are so weird. This is called Don't Assume, and it's written by Ivan the Reviewer. And Ivan the Reviewer says, this may be one of Keanu's best films. He didn't have to make this movie, but he did. And he threw himself completely okay. into it. Dad bod and all. Keanu rocks this role. And you end up questioning his character's ethics and heart at every step of the way. Brilliant. I don't know if we, I, he really had dad bod. I thought that was kind of a, a slight I mean, on him. I don't know that we even, do we even see his body? Do, does I he mean, have a shirtless scene? No. Clothes. I mean, I thought he looked great. I, he, yeah, always he, always looks great. he always looks great. He's not getting dad bod. Kennedy's no. never getting dad bod. He may be, yeah, whatever. I, I, Wait, I, I, what is it? What what technically is dad? Dad bod? bod is just like a softer physique. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not like yeah, it's just soft. Because I mean, I will say Keanu in like the John Wick movies. What I like about Keanu is like he is not like all muscular and ripped up and like right. vascular, right. and he doesn't look like he's on steroids and is all jacked up. You know, he's, he yeah. looks like a fifty-four-year-old man who's in good shape, which is great. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who like dad bods, too. Okay. And here is the final review I will read. Which, Wait, can I ask, yeah. is is this at all related to the word zaddy? No. Zaddy okay. is different. I mean, how would you describe zaddy, June? <sighs> so my understanding of a zaddy is, <laughs> <laughs> I could be totally wrong, is like a... Isn't a zaddy an older, like, very sexy guy? 
Well, a zaddy is someone who is attractive and fashionable with swag and sex appeal. It doesn't say anything because I also thought a zaddy is someone older. People but you have, have to be older to be considered a daddy. Right. So I would think... Like you have to be that daddy. Oh, and so there's a, there's the difference between a daddy and a zaddy. (laughs) I, in my understanding, like anybody who's older can be considered a daddy, but a zaddy is like a very (laughs) sexy older guy. Well here, according to Merriam Webster dictionary, this is an official term here. The difference between zaddy and daddy is a daddy is an attractive older man. A zaddy is a man with swag who is attractive and also fashionable. So I, that's fashionable the, that, is not like I would take that out of the equation. I think out, out here on these streets, June. I understand. Out in these, the out in these LA streets, out on these LA streets, is zaddy's considered okay? Like a very sexy guy. Here's some zaddies. He's from zaddies. John Hamm. Idris Wait Elba, George Clooney. So George, okay. so basically John Hamm could have a dad bod and be a zaddy. Easily. Okay. Again, dad bod is not a bad, I don't of think course. it's a Okay, term. okay. Yeah. Now I'm starting Chris to understand. Chris Evans, okay. zaddy. Uh, then, uh, See, I don't the think ultimate... Chris Evans is old enough to be a zaddy. Stanley Tucci, zaddy. Holy shit. I'm watching Stanley I, Tucci's I yes, Italy travel show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stanley Tucci's Italy travel show, he is dressed, His he is... He is he doesn't have a dad bod because he is shredded. Yeah. He is so charming and he is so good. It's it's a f- super fun show if you're at all interested in scratching that kind of Bourdain mm-hmm. travel show itch. Tucci is straight, in this case, I think zaddy because um, he's yeah. deeply fashionable. <laughs> Daniel Day Kim, they say, is a zaddy. For sure. Okay. For sure. Sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm getting it now. Yeah, Thank you. Of course. Thank you for this week's I mean, again, episode this is- <laughs> of defining internet terms for Jason. I mean, here I like. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I've been called the zaddy once. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Huge let reveal. Let's see. Uh, Huge reveal. I'm, Google it. I, I'm gonna see if you've been called the zaddy, Jason. Paul Shear, because uh, I think when uh, when I did that scene in Black Monday where I was uh, <clears throat> shirtless on rollerblades, uh, oh, they call you uh, a zaddy. You've been called a zaddy Who? too. Um, Who's that? I think on Thursday you've been called a zaddy. Oh, um, okay. Okay. okay, and then um, I'll see. I'm, I'm looking. Funny. I'm looking here. So I don't have to be a dad. I can no. just be the age of a dad. Yeah. No. Oh, being I guess called that, a daddy or a zaddy has like nothing to do with whether I, you are It's just are about a dad. being age. Yeah. It's just being, I get it now. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, got yeah. it. Okay. Um, and so okay. We, all right. So now back to so the five-star reviews. So everybody is happy with their zaddy status? I feel like so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh my God. My zaddy status <laughs> is, oh man, I, I can't believe well, you're I, very that I'm being called a zaddy out yeah. in these streets. Yeah, you're Stop getting, using yeah. the word fashionable, Paul. It has nothing to do with right, <laughs> like That's so right. non-zaddy to, to keep on using the word fashionable. Oh, let's just see. If, as, <laughs> as, uh, as Ty Dolla, I, I, I go with the way that Ty Dolla Sign says it. So, and the, he says fashionable, so I have to trust him. He came up with the term. Um, this one is from Pink Lemonade. The title is, I gave up on this twice, but the third time is the charm. Remember, this is a five-star review. I came into this movie with expectations, and while I was disappointed the first two times, not even 15 minutes in, I just wanted something it isn't. 
The movie industry has brainwashed us to expect way too much when things are always so flashy, gritty, and extravagant. I was blown away by the simplicity of this movie once I gave it a chance and excited about a good ending. I would love to see a second movie, one that shows us the future of the world where this technology is popularized. Imagine rich people living forever and the consequences of that. I would also be interested to see how this robot, William, deals with grief because he has also lost his family too. Not to mention that he is literally a frickin' robot? Would he become a psycho robot millionaire? Would he seek revenge on the real William for leaving him to do such a fate? And does he feel jealous that he doesn't get the family? Will the family still be hunted? I need to know. Also, Keanu is as hot as hell. Five stars. I agree with Keanu being hot as hell. So Keanu, just to, to, to bring it all together, Keanu is both dad bod and zaddy, right? June. See, I don't consider Keanu dad bod, but that's me. Okay, you know, to me, I'm just saying that like because a, he's not all shredded up. He's like he's got a normal. No, body. I think you need to have you know? haunch I think to be. He's got a little bit more than a normal body. I think yeah. he's okay. Okay, yes, that's fine. You but saw I that think he's totally a zaddy. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. Um, well, I mean, would we recommend this movie? Would you recommend people to watch it? It's right now on HBO Max. I so it's would free, actually yeah. like you because Paul, you flagged for me. You're like, you're going to struggle with this one, and I thought I was going to be getting into I don't know what. And oh, I was yeah. just like, oh fuck, two hours. But I it, thought you were going to struggle with the uh, emotional the core death. of watching children. No, because die. to be quite honest, I didn't really touch down. I didn't really have an opportunity to touch down with it. So, yeah. I, well, it, it's so it didn't land for no. anybody in the movie. Barely, no. you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, almost nobody breezy. processes the grief. Yeah. So I just, I mean, it was her. You know, I, the, that scene. I was like, okay, I don't want to see these bodies, but. um but all that said, I I love Keanu so much, and I I will I'll follow him to the end of the earth. I just God, I just enjoy watching him, and um, it's cra- it's crazy, and it, it often doesn't make a lick of sense. But I thought Alice Eve's performance was uh, uh, capt- oddly captivating, and I think um, yeah, I would I would give it a watch. I would encourage others. I to give I, it a I watch. actually really enjoyed it, and it kept like I like sometimes I like you know I I told you I, I strap in or I I I, I unstrap my seatbelt like I did with uh, Tough Guys Don't Dance and just let it fly. <laughs> and this one I was leaning in. I, I want to give you some uh, some facts about it. This uh, this oh, movie. By the way, oh, quick question, yeah. Paul. Quick question, because there's a beat before they get into the car crash where they talk about safety belts. And I was actually wondering, would they have had a better chance of survival if they weren't strapped in? Because I couldn't tell oh, if those kids... Oh, and they could kids, ping pong around? Well, I couldn't tell if they died because they were drowning in the water. Okay. That's what it... My, I felt like the mom was obviously killed from the tree impaling her. She and was that killed the, by tree. That the kids, yeah, either drowned or were killed or by Let's the impact... The impact of the the car driving off a cliff and and but I mean I mean maybe drowning is was the ultimate cause of death unclear unclear well but like would they should they have taken their seatbelts off and ping ponged around the <laughs> minivan would they have had a better chance at survival <laughs> well if they had just been ping ponging around in the Pacifica all right well first of all I don't think that was a Pacifica. was it the yeah because we are proud you know yeah we, and, we that, and that and that no, no, has amazing I'm airbags very careful I, I do not work for Pacifica I don't know I'm not that maligning paid. the Pacifica Thank Thank that dad bod this mom bod we are uh also Pacifica bods uh <laughs> 
All right. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Jason. Would would you recommend it? Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I agree with everything June said. You know, like it is. Yes, this movie is flawed. The yes, the flaws are. It's confusing. You know, really the plot. Um, mechanics of if you can if you're somebody who really needs a a thing to add up and make sense you're really going to struggle but if you're along for the ride it is all I agree with what June said it's all very compelling performance Keanu is amazing as always Alice Eve is great the kids are great Middle Ditch is good John Ortiz as the villain is terrific these are good actors these are good actors who are doing good work with a script that is I think pretty difficult You know, it's not it's not doing them any favors. And the fact that they managed to come out of it so looking so well and feeling like I have some attachment to them. And like for the when the when the replicas are born and come into the world, they do do, I thought, a very good job of having them seem like his family, but also darkly not. Yeah, there is there is some element of like um, they are they're doing a good job acting like five percent off. And I think all of them. Yeah, but I like that. But yet they don't pay off on that. Couple things to know about this movie: uh, the budget of it was thirty million dollars. It made two million dollars on opening weekend. It's domestic. Thirty million. Where did they spend that money? Uh, all the rain machines. There's like six people in this movie. Uh, the this, domestic that money. The domestic gross was only four million, and the worldwide gross was nine million. The top three movies of 2018 were Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, and Incredibles 2. Um, this movie was beat by The Meg, which we did on the show, and it did not beat any other. How did this get made? Film. The screenplay is written by Chad St. John, who wrote London is Falling and Peppermint. Um, and it was a story by a, a partner of Keanu's. They've written like a few things together uh, or created them together. So that was just a couple notes hmm. here. And um, the film was shot in 2016, but not released until 2019. Uh, Nicholas Cage turned down this role. Uh, and then it went to Keanu. Um that would have been interesting. Yes. And uh, because all of if I can imagine if like all of the time in the basement where Keanu is kind of stoically kind of trying to bring his family back. What if it had been Nicolas Cage like hamming it up in the basement? You know, like really yeah. going, like really going full blown cage, being like, like you know, like come on, like at the tanks, like trying to make them, you know, like uh, like there's that that's like a, maybe a pretty interesting version of this. You know, I, I I think there's a lot of ways to go, and I and all I want to say is reboot. Let's reboot replicas. It's time. Let's get it back out. <laughs> uh, there's so many great ways to play with it. Uh, Jason June, a pleasure to do these episodes, and uh, everyone. Uh, Fast 9 is coming. We just got to figure out how we can do it and uh, we'll get all the pieces in play. But we are gearing up for a Fast 9 episode uh, as soon as we can. Um, so give us a, a beat as we figure all that out. And uh, Jason, June, anything you'd like to plug, talk about? Um, it, listeners, if you haven't started uh, listening to The Deep Dive, I suggest you subscribe. It's been just a wonderful crazy ride with me and Jessica St. Clair on our own podcast. People um, are really calling it like the unspooled of uh, podcasts. It's like really like fun. I haven't heard that. 
Okay. People are calling it the unspooled of podcasts. <laughs> unspooled is Correct me podcast. if I'm wrong, but isn't unspooled a podcast? I, people are fucking idiots. I don't know. I, mean, I just tell them. I just re- I'm like, I, I wow. also agree. You, you had, you've cited a lot of Frank, sources during this podcast. Washington Do you have Post, a source there? The Washington those Post people, says frankly, the those deep people dive. are morons. <laughs> the Washington Post says the deep dive is the unspooled of podcasts. I don't know yes. what that means. And that, what does that make unspooled? Unspooled is the Transcendent. What? I mean, it's like the Johnny Depp movie. Anyway. Oh my Jason, God. what about you? Um, so you can watch all of Invincible right now on Amazon Prime, which is a great animated uh, series uh, adapted from Robert Kirkman's uh, great comics. Fantastic. Uh, you can watch Infinite, guys, right now on Paramount+. Plus. I haven't looked at the reviews or checked, but I'm pretty sure it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what I heard. By the way, so, I did uh, watch it, and you're great in it. <laughs> Thank you. And, I appreciate uh, it. And I posed with my bottle of champagne and champagne-flavored oh, yeah. popcorn uh, that I was sent by Paramount Plus uh, I as I enjoyed it. it. Uh, and then in a couple of weeks on June 30th, I'm in an animated movie that's going to be on Netflix called America the Motion Picture, which is oh, um, the, uh... which is a Lord and Miller and Matt Thompson who created Archer and a bunch of other great people are behind it. And it is... You know, uh, it is an animated like satire of the founding fathers and the and the creation of America from a point of view that is deeply satirical and hilarious. So um, if you want to know if if Paul Revere turns into RoboCop, uh, he might. So like, wow. check it out. This is amazing. And Jason, you and I are now sharing the Star Trek universe as I saw that you are a part of oh, the yeah. new Star Trek show, Discover, uh, the the one with Kate Mulgrew. Uh, yes. Yeah, which is, uh, yeah. That uh, is coming out in the fall, I believe. Yeah. I can't remember when exactly, but um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's like, uh, it's, it's a young team of uh, kids who get control of a ship and I'm the... I'm the alien who's the engineer. I'm the, I'm the, you know, I'm the I really like your angry, character design. I'm the really angry Tellerite. Um, cool. We, uh, we right now are in the middle of a, uh, I think one of the best seasons of Black Monday to date on Showtime every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Uh, a lot of stuff is happening. Uh, June is on the show as well as the daughter of a, uh, of a very religious man. And I play... Uh, Keith, who is in the fashion industry and also in the uh, New York City club scene in the 90s, uh, which tune in for that. Tune in for the looks that I'm rocking that, wow. you know, uh, if you want to think of if I have dad bod, you'll see a lot of things that I have. And one of the things is a shocking resemblance to Liza Minnelli uh, when I am That's in true. full makeup. Um, wow. I will say also uh, check out uh, the Twitch channel that I uh, host. So many different great shows on there. Uh, whenever you tune in, whether it's a cooking show, a music show, a comedy show, every Thursday night rob hubel and i pop in there jason and i have done shows in there so that is twitch.tv uh slash friend zone and a big thank you to all the people we've already spoken about here uh cody making things sound so great devin putting it all together our new uh with a devin with a new promotion congratulations devin uh molly who helped us kind of figure out the dad bod of it all today uh (laughs) nate Nate kylie who normally is doing all of our research we appreciate you but uh uh but molly stepped in this week and helped us out and of course uh our producer who picks out all of our movies avril halley she has a great uh youtube channel called movie bitches uh so definitely check that out and they are popping up on our mini episode and speaking of our mini episode if you have something that you'd like to talk about and add to the conversation give me a call at 619 P-A-U-L-A-S-K uh, 
Paul asked. You can also ask about whatever is going on in your life because we have an advice section and a movie talkback section. A big thank you to July Diaz who uh, makes this show all fit together seamlessly at every step of the way. And uh, of course, the ghost of Craig T. Nelson and Kyle Waldron for all their beautiful artwork that's displayed across all of our social platforms. If you like this episode uh, and you like our show, please remember to rate and review the show. And if you are a Fast and Furious fan, every episode that we have done about the Fast and Furious franchise is out of the paywall, so you can listen to that right now. They're all out there. Hobbs and Shaw, backwards. Uh, We haven't done them all, but we've done a lot of them. Uh, So as you get ready for your Fast and Furious countdown, um, we are so excited for that, which I believe is going to be a blast. Um, All right, everybody. We will see you next time. And remember to tune into our mini episode. Uh, Bye for now. Hulu has movies. We're here to tell you again, Hulu has movies that put you in the driver's seat, like Ferrari, starring Adam Driver. Hulu has movies that will terrify you, like The First Omen Plus, the entire Omen franchise. Hulu has movies that will inspire you, like Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay. Hulu has movies that will make you hold on tight, like Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. We've said it before, and we'll keep saying it. Hulu has movies. Treat Dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts Dad will love, up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make Dad's Day with gifts up to 60% off.